Welcome to another episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, I'm Hula, and this is my podcast. It's been kind of crazy, been hectic. Um, gosh, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I'll be honest with you guys. It's only Wednesday, and I'm exhausted for the week. It's literally been two days. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, I do have a wackadoodle story to share with you guys later today, um, later in the podcast, about my daughter and something um, I'm dealing with right now uh, with the school shutting down. It's something that happened today. Um, you probably, as a parent, have had a moment like this. You've had a moment like this. And we're all going to relive it, even though it may be disgusting. You're going to relive this moment because I'm going to share this with you. Um, also, I have your moment of pure happiness, which is going to be a fun story about a family being reunited with something they didn't even know they lost. Interesting. And I've got, uh, yeah, that really weird story. I'm going to keep this podcast short because why? I'm pretty exhausted. If you're a new listener to the show and you're like, what the heck is going on? What did I play? Um, my name is Hula. I used to be in the radio business. I did radio for a long time. I got laid off. And so now I created this podcast to kind of help me keep the creative juices flowing. And that's what Life with Hula, the podcast, is about. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you following me. Uh, you can hit subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. You can also follow me on social media. Facebook is the best way. Life with Hula. Or you can email me, lifewithhula at gmail.com. So there you go. There are some, some things I wanted to share with you guys. Um, but before I begin, I do have some trending stories um, that I want to share with you guys. And I call these stories, uh, stories to keep you in the know. These are the trending stories of the day. First one's going to be this really awesome story about the fact that FedEx helped get rescued mountain lion cubs from California to the Ohio Zoo. Uh, three rescued mountain lion cubs are getting settled at their new home at the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium. FedEx helped get them safely from California this week. The cubs were rescued from the wildfires in California. A male cub named Captain Cal was found wandering alone by firefighters in September. He was treated at the Oakland Zoo for severe burns and a hurt limb. He was introduced to two sister cubs found after another California wildfire. The Oakland Zoo shared a video of their special cargo on their way to Ohio. The zoo said FedEx provided complimentary transportation for the three cubs and their caregivers. Capital, or excuse me, Captain Cal and the girls received top-notch service on their early morning journey from our vet hospital to Oakland International Airport and on to Columbus Zoo and the aquarium by dinner time. The Oakland Zoo said, "Thank you, FedEx." The Columbus Zoo will be introducing the cubs to its mountain lion, Jesse who is 17 years old and blind. They will reside in the zoo's new North America habitat. Um, that was my phone just ringing while I was telling the story. Um, the sisters' cubs will be named in the um, coming weeks. Thank you, FedEx and Oakland Zoo, for the safe transport of the precious cargo, the Columbus Zoo said. So there you go. There's some good news uh, happening right there with the Columbus Zoo. So thank you, Columbus Zoo, for uh, doing that. Um, why are you people, I have a, a rant that's going to be happening and I, I really don't get it. And, um, yeah, anyways, I'll talk about that rant in a few minutes. 
But uh, we'll continue on with these stories to keep you in the know. Your next story is a crew digs through tons of trash to find man's wallet. A northern Indiana man whose cash-filled wallet was accidentally thrown out got it back last week after a crew uh, waited through tons of trash and found it wet and smelly near the bottom. Logan Sport resident Robert Nolt and his wallet ended up in the trash Thursday when he asked a friend to throw out a pair of uh, green camouflage pants that were covered in white paint. After his trash was hauled away, Nolte realized his wallet was missing and that it had been in the discarded pants. At his wife's urging, he called the city code enforcement officer, Johnny Kionis, and explained the situation. I originally told the caller that there would be no way to find it, Kionis told the Logan Sport Ferris Tribune. Kionis nonetheless worked with a crew from Trash Hauler Republic Services to search for the pants after determining which driver had collected Nolte's trash. They made their way through nine tons of garbage dumped onto a concrete slab looking for the pants which Nolte's friend had rolled up and placed unbagged on top of Nolte's trash. They eventually discovered the pants at the bottom of the trash pile with the cash-filled wallet still in one of its pockets. Kionis thanked Republic Services for allowing the search then summoned Nolte uh, turning the wallet over to him. It smelled a little bad, and it was a bit wet, but I can buy another wallet, said Nolte, who had made a trip to the bank before his wallet went missing. I took out a $100 bill to give to Johnny for finding my wallet. He refused it. Johnny, being the nice guy that he is, wouldn't take the money. Nolte said, he said, God will do better down the road. Well, do me better down the road. And your last story to keep you in the know, there's video that shows a great blue heron swallowing alligator hole in Florida. Um, something you don't see every day in Florida, a great blue heron swallowing a juvenile alligator whole. Uh, Florida wildlife photographer Shelly Gilliam uh, says she frequently uh, frequents the Lake Apopka area but has never witnessed anything like this. I first thought it was a large fish or a green sir- uh, siren, but upon closer review through my camera, I discovered it was a large juvenile alligator. She said the bird took off with the alligator in his mouth and flew to the spot seen in the video and pictures that's where it was consumed i had to walk a few hundred yards back to get where he landed Whew. once in a lifetime experience the largest heron in north america the great blue heron's diet consists mostly of fish but it can include frogs salamanders turtles snakes insects rodents birds and apparently alligators they have been spotted in the fields stalking voles and gophers as well as devouring small birds according to the audubon society you know what those herons are crazy i had video and you could probably see it um on my facebook it also on my uh, instagram just search hula SD. i still have when a blue heron um no it wasn't a blue heron it was a white heron um swallowed a lizard from my yard and i was just videotaping the the heron and then it picked up a lizard and whoop, there it went swallowed it whole so i do have that video so man Talk about a opportunity of a lifetime. I'm I'm pretty, you know, I guess you can get that video and bring it to the National Geographic if you want to. Like, I know, I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty good that way. But uh, those are your stories to keep you in the know. So I didn't expect this was going to happen. But as I was recording my podcast right now, I don't know if you heard, but my phone rang and this is the message that was left on my phone let me see if i can get to this real quick 
and I'm getting these more and more frequently and it's driving me nuts. Like, please stop calling me, sir, whoever you are. Um, let's see here. Let's see if you can hear this. this is Josh calling. We spoke some time ago about a refinance on your home. But no, we didn't. wasn't good for you. No. I wanted to reach out again because we have some brand new programs and interest rates that I really want to tell you about. Liar. We literally have the lowest interest rates in the history of our country. You don't need perfect credit to get them. You're lying you to me. You can even get those low rates while pulling cash out of your home for renovation. Anyways, yeah, I've been getting calls. I'm tired of these calls. I mean, I just finally got rid of the robocalls for voting. Can you people stop calling me and asking me, me if I'm going to sell my home? I'm not selling my home. I could barely afford my mortgage to my home, let alone trying to sell it. So stop calling, especially when I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> just stop it. Stop it with yourself, please. Stop. Okay, ran over. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I had to just go through that because I'm like, come on. Stop it with yourself. Anyways, um, yesterday, something crazy happened. And I'm going to tell you right now. I'm already, like, just over it. Um, so, as I mentioned in Monday's podcast, uh, the schools at my daughter's schools. My, my daughter's both. We decided to do hybrid learning. So, basically what that meant is for... Mondays, the girls do school at home. Then Tuesday through Friday, they go to school for three hours in the afternoon uh, in person. It's a very small class. And then they come home. Well, because of the lockdown in California that just took place on Monday, they school the schools decided we're going to take an early – well, it's not really winter break because, you know, we're still going to class. But they decided to keep the kids home until the new year so they'll go back to school in person hopefully by in january so it means that a bunch of parents who are so used to the kids uh going to school for a couple of hours now have to figure out babysitter situations and i am one of those parents so originally i had a babysitter come pick up the girls at about uh 11 30 and then bring them to school then the babysitter left and then came back at 2.30, picked up the girls from school, brought them back home, and watched them until 5.30. So, you know, in essence, I was able to work from home. And I work, again, for those that don't know, I work at a call center for a, a resort. And so I need to be in the room. I can't have noise in the background. And I do have a daughter, a young daughter, who's six years old, and she has an intellectual disability, and she doesn't understand a lot of things. She screams and yells and cries, and that's a thing. So... Now, the girls having to stay home, they go to school 8 in the morning um, until roughly 9, 9.30. Well, my youngest one, so my the sitter, we had to change her times to have her come at 8 in the morning and she stays till 12. So I can only afford 20 hours a week because 20 hours times 13 is like 260, but I, you know, she only gets paid 250. Um, so from 12 on, it's just me and my girls. And like I said, my daughter has an intellectual disability and no one's really watching her. So my door is closed. Um, I finish up work at around five. I go outside and I smell something. And a lot of parents can relate with me on this. I smell something and it's not good. And I immediately notice it's poo. 
and I get to the living room and my daughter basically has stuck her hand up her pants her where her diaper is she is six she's not potty trained she still wears a diaper and she's basically scratched around her diaper region and then smeared poop all over her body all over her body face neck hands everywhere i look around and i'm like oh my gosh is it on the on the couches is it on tables is it, it it was a little bit on her kindle so i had to wipe that down and then she as i was trying to take her clothes off i was screaming like don't touch me don't touch me don't touch me and i proceeded to take her clothes off and she kept like holding on to me because she couldn't catch her balance and i was like don't touch me oh my gosh you guys you would have you would have died laughing seeing this so anyways i had to throw her into the to the bathtub like literally she is covered in poop and i know parents have gone through this you know where your kid discovers poop you leave them alone for a little while and then they smear it all over the walls it happens you've you've done it everybody's done it but Oh my gosh, like when it's a two-year-old, three-year-old, you know, one-year-old, you know, there's a difference between that and a six-year-old. Not here looking for pity. I'm just, you know, I'm here to laugh about it. You guys can laugh about it too if you want or be disgusted by the story. I'm sorry. But I just wanted to share it with you because, you know, life of a parent who works from home who has to deal with kids now and and one of them has an intellectual disability. My life's pretty sweet. That's the My Life is Pretty Sweet segment of my story. (laughs) All right, you guys. I'm going to end this podcast because I'm pretty exhausted, but I am going to end it with your moment of pure happiness, which is the story that will make you smile at the end of the day. Um, A family reunited with Bronze Star Medal. They never knew they lost. Um, This happened in Honolulu on the 79th anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor, a forgotten relic of World War II, gained a new place of honor. It was discovered during the gutting of an old Oahu home, and the heirloom is now the possession of the family members who never knew it existed. The history of the house of Flamingo Street isn't out of the ordinary. A growing family lived, learned, and loved for the decades in the home until it came time to move quite a, a while ago. New owners took over a couple years back and had a bit of work to do to make it inhabitable again. We threw everything out in dumpsters, cleaned it out as much as possible because we were hoping to rebuild it right away. Um, And then here we are two years later and I thought everything was out of there. The COVID break in 2020 gave them some time to take another round of home improvement at the Fixer Upper. That's when somebody, uh, something caught uh, one of the owner's eyes on a high shelf. He saw this little box with this kind of deteriorated cardboard and then he opened it up and first thing he saw was a bronze star medal. He said that the old box, uh, so he said, I thought it was kind of a maybe a toy or something and I was like, oh, it can be. So then when I opened it up, I noticed it was pretty legit. It still looked like it was maybe a toy, um, but he turned it over and saw the name inscribed on the back. It said, Shigio e Higa. It's a bronze star, he said. That's probably where it been there for quite a while. So there's more than one war veteran named Shiego Higa, all of them deceased. But thanks to a very a neat handwritten of, uh, handwriting of someone who once lived there, scrolled in a cursive practice book from a bygone era, sister station um, KHON was able to track down a daughter named Amy Higa. 
She said Shigio was born in Macau. Uh, uh, did I say that right? Macau, uh, Maui. He served his country with the Go for Broke 40, 442nd Infantry Regiment, then raised a big family while working for Pacific Concrete and Rock. He had two marriages of 25 years each, five children, four stepchildren, and oodles of grandkids. He died at age 84 in 2007. She Gio's uh, columbarium plaque at the National Memorial Cemetery of the Pacific States, BSM for Bronze Star Medal, but Amy says he never told the family about it. She said she and the five siblings who grew up on Flamingo Street never knew this precious honor was a high sh was on a high shelf under wraps all those years. I think the older generation, they did what they had to do, whether or not they had gotten a gold medal or, or something for it. It was just that they were serving their country. I don't think it was something they wanted to display out there and put out in front of everybody. I'm glad we found it and reunited with the family. So that is amazing. And that is your moment of pure happiness. All right, you guys. Well, I'm going to go try to wash myself off because after telling that story, I feel kind of dirty. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Life with Hula. Um, you can always uh, follow me on social media, Hula SD, H-U-L-A-S-D on social media. You can also, um, yeah, follow me there. You can vote for me on podcastmagazine.com's Hot 5-0, Hot 50. And uh, I really appreciate you tuning in to another episode of Life with Hula. This week is going to be very long, but I'm going to deal with it. And I will, uh, I will catch you guys tomorrow. All right, we'll see you. Bye. Bye.